Welcome to the Travel Podcast, brought to you by thetravelexpert.ie, bringing you around the world of travel with your host, Sarah Slattery. For more information on travel, visit our website at thetravelexpert.ie. And now, this week's episode. Welcome back to the Travel Podcast. Today's episode is all about our magical stay in Santara Grand, Maldives. I hope you enjoy it. One of the scariest moments of my life happened to me in the Maldives. This is probably hard for you to believe if, like me, you thought there was not a lot to do in the Maldives, but relax. In fact, this couldn't be further from the truth. The biggest surprise from our family holiday in Santara Grand Maldives, apart from a scary encounter with a 10 metre whale shark, which I will tell you about later, was the amount of things to do in the Maldives. I'd been selling this bucket list destination for years to honeymoon couples who I thought wanted to spend their holiday gazing into each other's eyes. For those of you who don't know, I was a travel agent for 24 years before I started the travelexpert.ie. The Maldives is romantic, it is idyllic and it is for honeymooners, but I really wasn't prepared for the amount of activities available or for the chatter in the bar in the evening times. I pictured tables for two in restaurants with little atmosphere. It was, in fact, the opposite. Couples and families got together and shared pictures from their activities that day. In fact, most nights we were engaged with other islanders at some point. I loved the whole vibe. It reminded of me of being in a surfer's resort. Everyone was active, there was loads going on and there was a fun holiday atmosphere throughout the island. I only booked six nights in Santara Grand, Maldives. We had combined our trip with a family holiday to Dubai. Because I naively thought it might be too quiet to stay any longer. One thing to note about holidaying in the Maldives is that each hotel has its own island. So obviously all islands and hotels will be different. We stayed in Santara Grand Island Resort and Spa, but this does not mean that every island will have the same amount of activities or lively atmosphere. Santara Grand is renowned as being one of the best all-inclusive hotels in the Maldives. It prides itself on its ultimate all-inclusive offering. Not only are all meals and drinks included in your stay, but so are boat trips, diving and even selected spa treatments. The bizarre thing is that although myself and Cormac were able to have $100 per day of free spa treatments, I didn't go once. Cormac had a head and shoulder massage on one occasion only. There simply wasn't enough time to partake in all the activities that were included. So my first tip, if you are looking to book a family holiday in the Maldives, is to stay a minimum of seven nights or longer if possible. Something else that I loved is that there are no roads or paths. The whole island is sand, so you can leave your high heels and fancy shoes at home. Flip-flops are all that is needed. Regardless of which restaurant we ate in, dinner attire was very casual. Most women were in flowy dresses and flip-flops and men dressed in smart shorts and t-shirts. It was far removed from Ladies' Day at the races. Even the pilots flying our seaplane from the capital, Malay to Santara Grand, wore flip-flops. Speaking of the seaplane, this is a superb way to start. This was a superb way to start our family holiday. The views of the islands below, there are around 1,200 different islands in the Maldives, are spectacular and it is an experience we will never forget. You can go by speedboat, it is cheaper and will take about 90 minutes, but we decided to opt for the 35 minute seaplane flight. We arrived to a pontoon in the middle of the Indian Ocean. 
A boatman from Santara arrived to bring us straight to the island. We arrived in the evening time and we were welcomed with bright smiles and champagne. After a brief run through on dining options and excursions, we were brought straight to our overwater villa. I always wanted to stay in an overwater villa and Santara Grand is one of the few places that allow children to do this. In fact, this is one of the main reasons we chose this hotel after our travel agent had recommended it. It is beautifully furnished with a round jacuzzi bath and has a massive balcony. Because of its location, the balcony has a wonderful breeze. It was amazing to sit out at night time and enjoy the night sky with a bottle of wine. Incidentally, there were two bottles of wine in our mini bar, along with beers, soft drinks and snacks. And these are replenished every day as part of the all inclusive arrangement. The kids were delighted with the overwater villa too. They were able to watch fish jumping and baby sharks swimming from the balcony. They also loved the bunk beds and there was even a PlayStation console in their room. Dining at Santara Grand Maldives. There is a huge choice of dining options in Santara Grand. We were advised by the holiday shop, our travel agent, to book restaurants in advance and and we were so glad we did. The buffet restaurant is great and the choice of food is excellent. The kids particularly liked it, but personally I prefer waiter service and felt the buffet restaurant needed to increase the temperature of the air conditioning. We decided to eat in the buffet restaurant the night we arrived and for breakfast each day, but on all other evenings we ate in the a la carte restaurants. These are all part of the all-inclusive arrangement. You can dine in any restaurant as many times as you like throughout your stay. There were small supplements for premium drinks, um, champagne, things like that, and for selected dishes like seafood platters. This did bug me a little at the beginning. I felt for a five-star luxury hotel that prides itself in its ultimate all-inclusive package, these supplements should be limited. Of course, I understand champagne and lobster usually incur a charge, but I was surprised at some of the things that were not included. To be fair, though, as the week went on and I realised how much was actually included in our stay, I felt almost ashamed that these little things had bothered me at the beginning. The food was superb in all restaurants, as was the service. I couldn't fault a thing. The one-to-one ratio of staff to guests is noticeable throughout the resort. Even when we were walking around, there was no need to ask someone to take your photo. There was always somebody there offering to assist. We ate in the Teppanyaki restaurant once, the Thai restaurant twice, and Azuri Mari, an Italian stroke seafood restaurant, three times. San Bua Thai restaurant was excellent. They have an indoor and outdoor tables and great Thai cuisine. We managed to get a table beside the Lotus Pond on both occasions. It was very much like an authentic Thai setting. I loved the Pad Thai and the spicy red curry, but there were some fabulous fish dishes too. They also had a great selection of the kids' menu. The homemade chicken tenders with satay sauce were a big hit with Alex, my youngest. Azuri Mari is their overwater Italian and seafood restaurant and probably our favourite on the island. You can literally hear fish jumping in the ocean from your table. The views are spectacular and the food is great. The kids love the homemade pizza and pasta and there are some delicious fish dishes available too. We also enjoyed lunch in the Teppanyaki restaurant. I've been to many all-inclusive resorts and there's normally an extra charge for Teppanyaki. It's great to see that this was included in the cost and the kids love the interactive show. Regardless of which restaurant we dined in, it never felt like a hotel experience, but instead like our local favourite local restaurant. The quality of the food and the service was akin to any top class restaurant we've been in, and every meal start with their own homemade infused tea. This was different every day and with a host of different flavours from honey, orange zest to cumin. This was a nice touch and made us try teas we wouldn't ordinarily have. 
to be able to walk away at the end of the night with, with no bill was bliss. We never paid extra for premium dishes because the a la carte menus were so good. There was always a great variety on the menu for adults and children and every meal was accompanied with a delicious bottle of Chianti. What more could we want? Accommodation options at Centara Grand Maldives. The ironic thing was we were advised by our travel agent, the holiday shop, to, to stay in the beach villas and not the overwater bungalows. But I insisted on driving the overwater villas because it was something I always wanted to do. We decided to stay two nights at a deluxe family water villa and moved to the beach villas for our last four nights. While we loved the overwater villa and it was definitely a unique experience, the beach villas are actually more practical if you have children. The overwater villas have a large balcony, but there are railings in place for children's protection. This means that they don't have unrestricted views of the sea and you can't just dive in whenever you feel the urge. We have to take stone steps down to the water. There's also lots of coral there, so you need to be careful underfoot. I should point out that Centara Grand have different overwater villas on the other side of the island for couples. The ocean water villa has a netting that stretches out over the water and an open balcony. In these villas, you can just jump into the ocean at any time. We moved to a luxury two-bedroom beach villa with a private pool for our last four days and it was perfect. We should have listened to the advice of our travel agent and stayed there the whole time. The kids loved the pool, I loved the beach and the villa itself was beautifully furnished with a mezzanine and an outdoor bath. There was a shallow lagoon just outside our door so even toddlers could paddle around in the ocean safely there. If you opt for a sunset ocean pool villa, which is an overwater bungalow with a private pool, you will automatically have access to a place called the club. This is an ultimate retreat within the resort that offers a more fine dining experience, a superb infinity pool, amongst other benefits. You can also play, pay $100 per day to have access to the club. We were kindly offered a complimentary pass on our last day. The decor is certainly more stylish and the food was step, stepped up a notch. The breakfast was particularly impressive. Cormac had eggs benedict and I enjoyed a traditional South African breakfast. Both were delicious. However, I felt the club somewhat lacking in atmosphere. It was a little too quiet for us. We found ourselves whispering to each other at one point. The club is ideal if you want a quiet escape and it is nice to dine somewhere different for a change, but one day was enough for us. The ultimate all-inclusive activities at Santara Grand Maldives. When we managed to tear ourselves away from our private beach villa, we enjoyed countless activities each day, all part of the ultimate all-inclusive arrangement. We could have taken a boat, a different boat trip each day. There were so many to choose from, but we opted for the whale shark trip and sunset fishing. We had actually pre-booked three other boat trips, but ended up cancelling them because there was so much to do on the island. The whale shark trip was the one I was looking forward to the most. I purchased a new GoPro in Dubai airport and was all set to get amazing footage. Or so I hoped. I'm not so sure what I was thinking. Is it possible I confused feet with metres or maybe I just misheard, but I certainly had no idea that I might be swimming next to a 10 metre whale shark. I should point out that I can't swim well at all. I was wearing a life jacket, life jacket but I'm not very competent in the water. After a brief talk from our captain telling us not to get within 10 feet of the whale sharks, we jumped in. Myself and Luke, who was 11 at the time, were the only two brave or mad enough to do it. Alex and Cormac stayed in the boat and watched. I was really enjoying snorkelling with Luke. It was a different experience from snorkelling at the hotel. The water was very deep and there were so many 
shoals of fish visible beyond the reef. We snorkelled for about 15 minutes, enjoying the underwater paradise and posing for pictures, as you can see. Suddenly, I saw the whale shark. It seemed to come out of nowhere and he was enormous. It was the biggest mammal I have ever seen and it was coming straight for me. I completely panicked and almost tore Luke's arm off trying to get him out of the way. All I could see was his tail flapping and I was sure I was going to get a belt. It seemed like a lifetime. The whale shark just kept coming and I couldn't seem to get out of his path quick enough. I knew if his tail hit me, I was going to be catapulted through the ocean. I finally bolted and grabbed Luke with me with inches to spare. Of course, all my fellow snorkelers thought we were so lucky to get that close to him, but not me. I found it terrifying. Whale sharks eat plankton, so there was no fear that he would eat us, but that didn't cross my mind when he was hurtling towards me. On our journey back to the hotel, the crew told me that there were three whale sharks if we went that part of the sea. They've called them Adam, Fernando and Coco. This somehow made them feel sound cute. The phrase gentle giants was used on many occasions and I was repeat repeatedly told how they wouldn't harm me. All that being said, when I saw the photos and spoke to the crew, bizarrely, I wanted to get back in and see if I could see him again. It's strange what happens when you face your fears. It was a superb trip and one I will never forget. I'm delighted Luke got to witness him too. He was actually much calmer than me throughout the whole experience. I have no doubt it is something we will talk about for many years to come. We also enjoyed a sunset fishing trip, which was tame by comparison, but nice and child friendly. Everyone was given a spool rod and we were able to cast our lines from the boat. We didn't manage to catch anything, although the lady beside us caught nine fish. Clearly, we didn't have fisherman's luck, but the views were spectacular. The local island trip was something I had planned to do, where we could explore one of the other islands on foot with a local guide. I also fancied trying the sunrise yoga, but didn't get around to that either. Unfortunately, we just didn't have enough time to do, to do everything. We came to the Maldives to relax, but it really didn't turn out that way. The beaches were spectacular, the water was crystal clear, and I had to spend some time enjoying that too. The Water Sports Centre has lots of different activities available. My husband went on a diving trip to see nearby shipwreck. You're allowed three dives per week as part of the all-inclusive arrangement. And there were windsurfing lessons, paddle boats, canoes, paddle boards and even banana boat rides, which we really enjoyed. All of these are included in the all-inclusive arrangement. Island life at Santara Grand. While all of these boat trips and activities were superb, I loved that we could just grab our snorkels from the garden at any time and set off from outside our beach villa. Snorkeling equipment is provided for the duration of your stay, so you can snorkel all day if you wish. The water is so shallow and crystal clear, so visible, visibility is superb. This also meant that we all didn't need to snorkel at the same time. There are a few occasions when Alex played in the pool, Luke paddled with fish in the lagoon, Cormac went snorkeling and I went for a swim. Yet we were all within earshot of each other. Why Santara Grand Maldives has been voted the best family friendly resort. We spent many late afternoons in the Coral Bar. Most guests, guests culminate outside as boats return from the various excursions. We talked about what we saw that day while the kids swam in the large infinity pool. Ice cream, snacks and afternoon tea is served and there is daily fish feeding, which the kids loved. Large nurse sharks and stingray come right up to the coral bar at 6pm every day. The kids were able to get very close to them. It was like visiting the best aquarium in the world, according to my daughter Alex. It is hard to believe that we could actually snorkel with these large creatures. I asked the barman and he nonchalantly said that nurse sharks are lazy and wouldn't bother us 
and once we didn't step on the stingray's tails, we'd be okay. I wasn't overly convinced of this strategy, but luckily we didn't come across any when we were snorkeling close to the shore. Once the fish feeding was over, this was our cue to go back to our villa and get ready for dinner. This was a game changer for me. The kids were able to swim in our private pool or go to the kids club while we enjoyed pre-dinner cocktails on our own. There are two kids clubs, a camp safari from age four and an e-zone for kids and teenagers, for older kids and teenagers, kitted out with pool tables and games consoles. We have never been in a position to leave our kids at this time before. This, there is nothing on the island, only the hotel, so it feels extremely safe. They love the independence too, and let's be honest, we did as well. While they were off enjoying themselves, we sat in the most breathtaking location and enjoyed sundowners. It really was one of those moments where we felt like we were in paradise. We sat on large lounge chairs that were suspended over the water and had amazing sea views. Mouth-watering cocktails and incredible sunsets. I never wanted to leave. And just like that, an hour later, the kids would arrive up to meet us for dinner. They were perfect endings to perfect days. Some final thoughts on Santara Grand Maldives. Santara Grand Island Resort and Spa was voted Maldives' most family-friendly restaurant for two years in a row, and I can completely understand why. Their ultimate all-inclusive package is superb, the food and service is excellent, and there are more activities included than you could possibly want throughout your stay. It may be more expensive to book than other resorts in the Maldives, but once you are there, you can literally walk away without spending anything. Our bill at the end of six nights was $106, and that was mostly tips. I think it would be hard pushed to find a better family resort in such an idyllic location anywhere else in the world. Thanks for listening to The Travel Podcast. For more information on travel, visit our website at thetravelexpert.ie. Also, remember to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Available on our website and also on all of the leading podcast providers. Until the next time, remember... Keep traveling.